The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Business. It's all the things that keep this world turning. And behind every one of these companies is a partner helping to keep it all moving. It's why the local flower shop and your favorite pizza joint, the startup in the stadium, hospitals and hotels, banks and restaurants nationwide, all choose the advanced network, cybersecurity solutions, and round-the-clock trusted partnership from Comcast Business, the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. Call or visit ComcastBusiness.com to learn more. Forever. Dog. It's a luxe life, but someone's got to live it until they die. This week on the podcast, Cecily von Zeixer's Gossip Girl Psycho Killer. Hello and welcome to another episode of Teen Creeps, the podcast where we talk about YA pulp fiction of the 80s and 90s, and I guess a little bit of the early 2000s, or maybe even mid-2000s, or it could be today. I actually don't know when this book was written, and I refuse to know, so I will never know when this book was written. Um, I am joined by a very special guest co-host. It is 110% his fault that we are covering this book. Landry Desmond is here. Hi, Landry. Oh my God. Hello. I can I just say I'm so starstruck by <laughs> the intro. I, you know, just being able to hear that live was so amazing. Um, yeah. You got a peek behind the curtain. I did panic trying to say her last name. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, <laughs> and then I also want to say that I know that this book came out in 2011. So past <laughs> mid early 2000s. Yes. 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 <laughs> Closer to now. Okay. But. But I will say this book is the brand of Teen Creeps. Like it is the kind of, it is very pulpy. It's very, hmm, what if American Psycho was teenagers? Because it did feel like that, right? Like it was very like, nobody cares. Totally, yes. I I do agree and I, I appreciate the... Uh, kind of the hoops that you're jumping through to justify my terrible decision in asking you to read this. It is not good. So no. viewers, do not bother. Yeah. Don't, I would say maybe don't read this one. Um, Let's see. I, like there were a lot of things of like not really knowing how sharp objects were. Like, absolutely. Like I thought it was medium sharp, but it could cut through an entire body. In uh, one swing. Yes, there is a part where she has a <laughs> tiny pocket knife and slices a girl's entire hand off <laughs> before the girl notices. Yeah, she doesn't even notice. And it's insane. And she like also scalps her, which I'm just like, you can't do that with a no. pocket knife. No, not with a pocket knife. And then there was like one where she was using this like ancient dusty sword and she like swings <gasps> yes. it at the other girl and then her backswing cuts a security guard's legs off. Yes, and then everybody else is like, oh, just a normal day happening. Yes, that is true. Like, truly nobody gives a shit. I, but before we get into it, Landry, I wanted to ask you questions because... Yes. So you knew of this book. 
I, did you read did, this book in high school? I did read this book. I remember it. It was my senior year of high school, and I remember <laughs> it being better than than it was in this revisit. I, I I'm just picturing Baby Landry flipping through the pages and being like, "Oh my god, iconic!" <laughs> Truly, it, it was like, "Oh, it, this is like my life." <laughs> it's like this is my internal monologue everything that's happening here is like it, an exact reflection of who i was at the time um truly i mean i can relate i would read books where like people were having sex and i'd be like oh my god same and i was the most virginal person on the planet absolutely so it's <laughs> i do do you feel like that this book impacted the way that you would grow up and become an adult um I think that the Gossip Girl franchise mm. impacted me. I don't know if this book had necessarily <laughs> too much to do with it, but right. the, and I do have to say, if people have never read the Gossip Girl books, they are very different than the Gossip Girl TV series. Um, mm. And that's like a huge thing that people that were very loyal to the books didn't like about the TV series. Um and you also don't have to have read the entire series in order to get into this book because it's a AU reimagement re re of yeah. like the very first novel. This, so I had read, I think I read the first book mm -hmm. when it came out because I remember reading it and being like really interested in what was going on. And I think I just got distracted and didn't keep reading. Um, but I do remember that like the main character wasn't getting her period and she was like scared that she was pregnant or something. And I was like, oh my God, mm, I can relate. And I was <laughs> like, I was someone, okay, literally absolute complete virgin, literally never, like never kissed a boy. Mm -hmm. Okay. N never kissed anybody. I was like, Wearing Truly. your Esmeralda shoes. Wearing my Esmeralda <laughs> shoes. Flipping through freaking Seventeen magazine. And it was a thing on like STIs. And it I was like, I think I have all of these. Truly, I had not even kissed someone. I would dream. I would dream to have one of those. Because I was like truly like so innocent and virginal mm -hmm. in every way. Totally. And as somebody who had chlamydia twice... And oh, Garneria once last, just in the span of oh. one year. It is glamorous and everybody <laughs> should strive to want that. <laughs> I mean, look, you did make it sound very glamorous. And mm -hmm. I was like, honestly, that is the like luxe lifestyle. Someone's got to live it. <laughs> and that's you, Landry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I will say that I was tech because I was like going through a whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like texting you during it. And you did caution me away from certain individuals. Yes. In a correct way. Absolutely. And not because it was like, no, don't be slutty. It was like, in fact, this person is the opposite and you need to get away from him. Oh, truly. Yes. And I remember <laughs> these individuals and I am still terrified of them to this day and hope that you would have blocked them. But just... I will say, have not. And no. <laughs> they still watch my stories. <laughs> oh, no. Girl. But you know what? I'm just living my life and I am that... I can't help. Totally. My, my sheer animal magnetism. Absolutely. In your celebrity and like <laughs> everybody wants to know everything about you, which makes you the perfect candidate for like a gossip girl type yes. situation. Yes. I, okay. First of all, these girls, I did like, hmm, maybe some people, the things that some people are into are just not something that I'm into sexually by nature mm -hmm. of, by nature of. 
Totally. Absolutely. Oh. But A. Can you hear Professor Plum's toy? I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no. That's yeah. okay. I literally okay. have a freaking dishwasher that's blasting like oh. the Niagara Falls right now. <laughs> it's fine. I can hear her toy. That's very cute. <laughs> um, if you want to stop her, you can, but I don't mind. Oh, okay. I will just, she will get mad if I do. So I will <laughs> let her continue. It's, you know what? I think the listeners, they do like a cat mm-hmm. presence. Totally. It, it makes know? me more human and relatable. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's like, who is this unattainable <laughs> God? Okay, this Adonis who had yeah. yes. chlamydia and gonorrhea last year. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but okay, these girls, oh, what I was saying was by nature of having preferences, there are certain things that I don't like that people do like. Mm-hmm. I personally thought that the paint sex was the most disgusting thing I've ever read in my life. I was baffled <clears throat> yeah. by that because it was like you, the thing is before they actually got into the paint, mm. they, uh, alluded to like, oh, it's going to be very cute and tasteful and she's going to, like, make little directions and things like that. Which, one, girl, doing too much. Doing but too much. That's it, so much. Two, by the time she actually did it, it like, it was so rushed. It, it was, was literally, so like, black paint all over her breast and vagina. And then uh, little hearts on her butt cheeks. And yes, I cannot condone. And I get that these girls are rich and wealthy. And sure. everything gets taken care of for them. But the mess... The all mess, over the sheets? The mess all over the sheets. And the fact that, like, I know that we needed to know this, but the fact that so much of the paint transferred onto him, mm-hmm. that was the other thing. Like, I was very concerned about the paint going into orifices. Holes. Yes. yes. Because paint's not for that. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, there were just so many... So, I think to back up a little bit... Yeah, uh, I jumped ahead. Oh, it's... T- <laughs> It's your podcast. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> it's um, your podcast. <laughs> so, uh, what Von Zygus, Zygus, Von? Now you've got me doing it. See, <laughs> I, I got in your head. Since Cecily, uh, yes. Basically, she, what she did was she copied and pasted the first book and just made all of these random edits. Really? Yes. And so that's why nothing really makes sense. No, because like nothing changed. Like people's behavior does not change based off of any of the murders. Correct. And it's like those things where like a a boy will just be like murdered in the middle of a dinner party and everyone will just be like, oh, my goodness, and then close the doors and continue on with the dinner party. Yes. Not giving it a second thought, because that's what happened in the first book where like there was some sort of faux pas that happened and they closed the door instead of a murder. Um, And I'm also not convinced that Cecily has ever like seen food. Yeah. Yeah. No. Her descriptions of like w- different weird food things where I'm just like, yes, these words all sound very fancy. Yeah. But like you wouldn't have like a tartar, like she says a venison tartar with mm-hmm. like a cream, like bechamel or I was like, the cream, the cream has no business. What do you that, do? With- yeah. Yeah. It's not going to go on an egg yolk. Sure. I've, totally. I've done that. Quail egg. Sure. But that like, I was like, there's like a mixture situation mm-hmm. happening. It was terrible. I like so many little moments like that where it would just like be talking about food. And also one of the things where like all of the girls would go get french fries and cappuccinos, which I'm just like. In what world? That doesn't go together. That doesn't go together. I, I think she might have Googled 
rich Fancy people words. foods. Yeah. And then was just like, I guess these go together. Because you know what? Some people don't like food and that's fine. True. But then don't write about it. Because like, I love food. I know that you love food. Mm -hmm. And so it does become distracting when I'm like, there's no, if these people are the creme de la creme, the richest, richest, the fanciest, fanciest, they would not be eating this. Yes. Or wearing J. Crew. I don't believe I it. was shocked at the J. Crew. <laughs> there was another person that was wearing, what were they wearing? Something that I was like very shocked by. I think not Gap, but close. Abercrombie and Fitch. It was the Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah. It was. I was like, uh, they're not Nate. wearing that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Or I'm just like, in what world? Yeah. And I get that it was 2011. And that was like the thing Abercrombie was really blowing up. Mm -hmm. But I really don't think, you know what it is? And I'm going to tell you. Um, I saw this video. I don't know if you saw it on um, <laughs> uh, Twitter. It was somebody roasting someone on TikTok where uh -huh. the girl's like, uh, POV, he found someone who dresses more old money than you. Did you see this? No. And she's in the loudest Chanel suit with a Gucci belt. And everyone was like, I'm sorry, a Gucci belt? Old, old money? money. <laughs> what, what are you, are you talking, talking about? about? <laughs> in what world? Like everyone was like, no, because old money, you you can't, like they're not wearing, there's no label mm -hmm. showing. Yeah. Old money is all Brunello Cuccinelli or Laura Piana. See? Exactly. And, you know, just very like quiet. Yes. You know, it's very it's very. Oh, I just threw this on mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, you would never know that this like de these like weird denim pants are like four thousand dollars or whatever. Totally. But yeah, it was very funny to me. I was like, <laughs> that's not old money. Gucci belt. Stop. I know. <laughs> oh, gosh. I that's been very funny because I've been like getting more and more onto fashion TikTok. Mm. And it's very, it's a lot of people with no taste. <laughs> and I say that as somebody who is not like a culture, like uh, symbol by any means. But I will say you have impeccable taste right now. Oh, thank you are you. sitting there in crisp white. I can't tell is if it's a jacket. There is, there are lapels. Mm -hmm. It's a shirt jacket. Thank shirt you. Shirt jacket. Shacket. And then totally. a like lovely red, white, and blue, like ascotty cravat type thing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I'm, I'm going for like 4th of July. I do in love the middle it. March. Thank I do you. love it. It does feel very like I'm going to go take a walk by the boats. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. I You're not going to get on the boats. Absolutely not. Because it's yeah. too windy. <laughs> But you are going to walk by the boats. Mm -hmm. I'm going to walk with a little glass of champagne. Aww. Um, and then also, you, Kelly, you're wearing custom Valentino. <laughs> it's like a full ball gown. For the people at the $500 yeah. a month Patreon level yeah. who get the video uploads, um, stunning. Absolutely Thank stunning. You. <laughs> and there is a cut. Like, well, I do want to let the $500 people know, mm -hmm. You, I'm still showing a hole. Yes. There's still, there's a cutout. For my on both asshole. sides, yeah, on both, it's both like, because I want to make sure no one feels left out. And she is like standing up, and it's like a full <laughs> body picture. <laughs> I'm standing up. My computer's on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> I'm straddling. It. You're so far away from the computer <laughs> just to get the full body shot in there. I was in a meeting uh, with. Um, <clears throat> I was on this show a while back. I guess I won't name what it is but i mean i was on like 
two TV shows, so you can probably guess one of the two. Mm -hmm. And it was me and my co-hosts and then the producers, and there was like an EP on the call as well, and it was a Zoom call, because it was like peak pandemic. Mm -hmm. And one of the producers, like, I I truly was like getting the worst church giggles, because he was just like standing. Have I told this story before? No. So he was just like standing, and then he like kept like just getting further and further away from the camera. (laughs) Until at one point, he's down the hall and I just text one of my coworkers, Babadook. <laughs> and then, and I, we were like losing it, like losing it. But I was truly like, why is he standing so far away? Like so far away, down a long hallway. And he was just like, yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Because <laughs> he was so Just like his arms like set. this. <laughs> uh, for that the was listener, a visual joke. Yeah, you just did like listeners. a modified T pose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it was deeply disturbing. I suggest if you want to have fun on your next video call, Mm -hmm. just stand really far away from the camera and see how people feel. I'm going to do that tomorrow. I work in an office job, so I'm constantly in like Zoom call. Yeah, just be like, and also just like keep being for like, you know, when you like hide from a cat and you look back and they're closer, Mm -hmm. but like be further. Totally. Every time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, let me read the back of the book. Oh, perfect. Yes. To give us some context i guess all right so i also I, a caveat read this purposely not knowing any so i thought that perhaps this took place like in the middle of the series <laughs> so i didn't know yeah. what was happening and i also am going to be honest i did not watch the series gossip girl okay and i only read part of the first book in a barnes and noble perfect so you're so, the perfect candidate I'm for perfect this audience. specific <laughs> yes Okay. Just as in the original story, Serena returns from boarding school, hoping to make amends with her BFF Blair Waldorf. Things just haven't been the same since Nate Archibald came between them. But here's where our dark tale takes a turn. Serena decides that the only way for her to make things right with Blair is to eliminate Nate. If that means killing him, well, (laughs) c'est la vie. Her attempted murder doesn't go unnoticed by Blair, however, who isn't about to let Serena kill whoever she wants. Not when there's Cyrus Rose and Chuck Bass and T.D. Coates and everyone else who's ever irritated Blair to get rid of first. Dot, dot, dot. (gasps) Okay, and and then the the comparison I made. American Psycho's Patrick Bateman has met his match in Manhattan's newest, most fabulous, trend-setting serial killers, Blair Waldorf and Serena Vanderwoodson. Wow. You truly saw that coming. Wow. Amazing. I mean, even down to, okay, granted, I'm going to say American Psycho does it better. Yes. Because the whole thing of him being like, well, what if I'm found out? What if I'm found out? And then Mm -hmm. the twist being that nobody cares because everybody's so self-centered. Totally. This, the entire time, nobody cares. And it's not really clear why. It just kind of seems like confusing. And then now you saying that it's because it was copy pasted and then like, edited i'm like oh that's why it re- like because it's not like people it's consciously communicated to us oh these people are so self-centered so they're just like moving forward it's more just like oh and then we did this yeah and that was so jarring within the book because by the time the first like actual kill happens on the page you're just like oh i guess that we live this is a world where like yes. nothing actually matters no consequences whatsoever but then by the end or like getting near the end we see that like kids are not being let into school because like their parents are scared that they're gonna die or whatever and so i was like why then yeah totally um and there's just so many like i get that this like the original 
book was written in 2002, like mm. the first Gossip Girl book. And so ah. it's copy and pasted from there. Um, there, the weird normalization of like disordered eating. Yes. Was shocking even for me who like consumed so much media that had to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> like just growing up. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't yeah. feel, hmm. It's also glamorized. Whereas totally. I feel like there are some things that feature, you know, that kind of like jokingly talking about like disordered eating, but like it is like, oh, but these people are like participating in a society that is toxic or whatever. Like, totally. I feel like we see that kind of stuff in Jawbreaker or in yeah. like in any in anything like that. But this just felt like they're so glamorous and all they eat is what was it? Their starvation salad, which also I was like, if you're yeah. going to go starvation salad, then you're not going to be eating blue cheese. I'm just saying. Totally. Absolutely. I love blue cheese yeah. salad, though. Oh, um, next time you're in Portland, Oregon, mm. there is a place called Noble Rot. Okay. And they have an endive salad that is like smothered yum. in this like house made blue cheese yum, sauce. Yum, 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 it's yum. perfection. It's so good. Um, I am so hungry. Wow. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, me too. I could really go for some steak tartare with like a béarnaise sauce mixed <laughs> in and a duck. Oh yeah. There yeah, that was the thing like when they're passing around the hors d'oeuvres, I was like, who was in charge of this party? Totally. Truly. Like, who was like, this is the menu? There's no one singular thought. No cohesion. Nothing. Just, like, so much... um, Oh, my God. A beautiful girl. (laughs) Thank you. She obviously cannot leave me alone. Uh, No cohesion. I thought it was really fun, though, to see the description of, like, the decor. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, that's really interesting and nice. And then they go into the food. And then I'm just like, that's weird. Yeah. And then they go into the clothes. And yes. it's like brand name, brand name, brand name. Yeah. Brown jacket, brand name, brand name. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, did she just get tired of looking up names, brand names? Totally. Um, it was fun. I loved it. Uh, I-, I loved it. <laughs> um, okay. So let's kind of like go through mm-hmm. and attempt to retell whatever this to story. To retell what has occurred yes. on these pages. So at the start, we have a blurb from Gossip Girl saying that Serena is spotted uh, at the train station coming back from boarding school. She looks very disheveled. She has blood on her, um, blah, blah, blah. Um, And we also hear that Blair Waldorf, who is the second main girl. So, oh, there's two main girls, Serena Mm -hmm. Vanderwoodson, Blair Waldorf. Serena is tall, statuesque, beautiful, gorgeous, blonde woman. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Blair is not as tall, what some would describe as stout, but also gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely uh, gorge. <laughs> uh, brown-haired girl, so less valuable. Yes, to less hot. society as whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and Blair is, well, so all that Serena wants in this m- dialogue or monologue, internal monologue, is that she wants to be back with Blair and be best friends again. Right. Now, I felt like her motivation, because it does flip on a dime, because mm-hmm. she instantly is like, I guess I'm think- I'm trying to kill the wrong person. And then she shifts who she wants to kill. And then yeah. she shifts again. Like, it's it just seems like, it seems like her motivation flips for who the writer wants her to kill. Yes. And, or, <clears throat> well, she, she like, fucks Nate. 
yeah. before she leaves to go to boarding school. And so this is like the aftermath of her coming back. And she is so like highly obsessed with Nate that she kills like three different boys at her boarding school. Yeah. Because they're not Nate. Yeah. And then a bunch of boys like in Europe. Yes. Because she goes like she gallivants across Europe and leaves a, a trail of corpses. Yes. And which, you know, that would have been more f- interesting to hear about. But it's yeah, kind I of was like, like oh my very God. much alluded to. Yeah. Inst- I mean, instead, she's like, I will say I was happy she killed that one rapist. Oh, Wait, was it end. her or was it Blair? Someone killed Jessica. Killed Jenny. Her. Him. Jen- Jenny. Her. Yes. Jenny. Jenny. Right, because she keeps calling her Ginny. Yeah. Um, Whose entire personality is that she has extremely large breasts. She has huge Bazongas. gazongas. <laughs> <laughs> Great minds. Um, But that is her personality is that she's like, "Mm, my boobs are too big to fit into anything, which like Mm. I get. I get that that's probably. (laughs) Here's here's the thing. In theory, I get it. Okay. There's no world in which what I have going on would at all be in the way of anything. This does remind me of when we got dinner in LA and then afterwards I texted you to try the specific fragrance. (laughs) And you were like, for a second, I thought you were telling me that I should wear a bra. Because <laughs> I don't. Because yeah. I don't wear bras. And, um, and you shouldn't have to. Thank you. I just don't because A, why? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not comfortable for me. Totally. And B, it's like no one even notices if I don't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Although I can sometimes make, you know, I can sometimes make myself look whatever. But it has to be the right type of shirt. Totally. I get yeah. that. Thanks. <laughs> I feel good. Dad, are you singing to your cereal? Yes, I am. Like I knew that I would. Na, na, na. No, a dance too? Come on, Ava. Silk almond milk. Starts the morning on a high note. Yow! Songs, dances, and dad jokes. Oh, so good. So good. I got you. Mm. Silk almond milk. With calcium, vitamins A, D, and E. Feel plenty good. This episode is brought to you by CarMax. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because CarMax believes you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car they sell has CarMax certified quality so you can be sure. With upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Start shopping now at CarMax.com. Okay, <clears throat> so Serena has come back. Blair is like, oh shit, like I kind of don't really want her back in my life. Is that what it's like in the original books? Yes. Okay, because yeah. she kind constant, of has become more popular. Yeah, it's a constant like struggle because it's like, when Serena left, she she was like Queen Bee, mm-hmm. and then Blair was able to like take over the throne. Mm-hmm. Um, and with Serena back, that like you know, it's like a weird power struggle between those two. Is it? Does the same thing happen in the original book that like Serena looks all fucked up, like she's like wearing like no? Messed- okay, so this is just because she's murdering. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um. She, Are like, there rumors about her? Like her. Because in the book that in this one, everyone's like, well, she slept with everyone. Is it is it like that in the original? Yeah, it's very much like. And the funny thing about the whole entire Gossip Girl series is that it all of these rumors are like completely made up. And they like 
come at you like a bus where it's just yeah. like they like just land on the page and you're just like, I don't know where that came from. But I yes. guess this is kind of similar to what like gossip is in real life, where it's just like you hear something from somebody that you think is reliable and then you just assume that that's true. Yeah. I have another question. So in these books, Gossip Girl signs all of the stuff with, you know, you love me. Mm-hmm. Is it that way in that in the in the original books? Or does she say XOXO? She, so XOXO like comes in at some point. Okay. But uh, a lot of, and I would say like the Gossip Girl in the books is a lot less interesting than the Gossip Girl in the TV show. Is the, is the twist the same? The twist is not the same. Because in the books. Who is Gossip Girl in the books? They never reveal it. (gasps) Which I think is infinitely more interesting. Yeah, because then who could it be? Because it's Dan in the show, right? Yes. Played by the guy that's in you. Me? Yeah, yeah, currently. (laughs) (laughs) No, in the show, you. Yeah, Penn Badgley. 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 Did you see his, like, did you see his comment about how he won't do intimate scenes because he respects his wife too much? Yes. Did you also read into it thinking that he definitely got caught fucking somebody? I felt that way, yes. Where it's like, (laughs) okay. Yeah. I mean, this is your job. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, like whore it up no <laughs> but yeah. i mean but like truly i was like you won't do a kissing scene like what are you some kind of fucking dweeb totally is he mormon no hold on <laughs> hey siri hey siri <laughs> is Penn badgley a mormon no he's oh. baha'i okay what is what is baha'i we're gonna find out let's see la 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 oh my god it's making me look through his whole fucking thing personal <laughs> life maybe is Baha'i the type of like Madonna red ribbon? Oh, oh Baha'i, here we go, here we go. Um, we're about to see. Religion founded in the 19th century, essential worth of all religions and unity of all people. Initially developed in Iran in the Middle East. Do, 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 do. It's Abrahamic. Okay. But it's monotheistic, but it thinks that everything is equal. So I think it's. It's just uh, people who can't make their mind up. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> three central figures. Okay. Similar to Jesus or Muhammad. Okay. I'm gonna be honest, I thought he was Jewish. I also thought that. Okay, so it basically is like unity of people. So it kind of just seems like a mindset. Okay, but then there's like letters. There does seem to be like scripture. Okay, interesting. Well, no matter what, I don't think that that means he can't kiss somebody on screen. I know. Yeah, he just got caught making out with somebody. I know. And then now he's like acting like fucking Mike Pence or whatever. Is Is Mike Pence the one who's like, I can't have dinner with women? Oh, yes, that's true. Yes, he can't have dinner with women unless his wife is present. Because he's too much of a hottie and women can't not have sex with him. Oh, no, he can't stop himself. <laughs> she has a shot collar on him. Um, I That has to be true. That was the like most bonkers thing I had ever heard. Wait, what? He, she has a shot collar on him? Oh, no, that's not oh, true. Um, that's false. That he could okay. not like. Right. He's like, because I can't trust myself around yes. a woman if I'm alone with them. And I went to, I grew up that type of Christian, too. (gasps) You did? I did, yes. Uh, To a point where uh, I had talked to somebody that also grew up with me in that, like, church area Mm -hmm. recently. And both of us were like, I think we were in a cult. (gasps) Really? Yeah. It was culty? It was very much like, 
boys and girls needed to be like viewed very differently and like needed to be separated from one another um, until God called them to each other. What? Um, And it was very like, it was so crazy the amount of trauma that like, we dealt with. Oh my as God, children. I'm so sorry. Oh, is, thank you. Are your, is your family still involved in that? No, church? not really. No. Oh no, we're not with that church anymore. There was like some sort of church split that had happened. Okay. And my mom went into a different direction, which is good. Well, that is good. Yeah. Ooh. Wait, so then when you say until they're called to like <laughs> be, is it like they're pairing them with a specific person or they're just like, you're now old enough? Oh, yes. You're now old enough to, like, pursue somebody. And it was very much, like, pursuing. It was not dating. Oh. It was, like, we're pursuing each other in Christ. What? Yeah. Pursuing in Christ? Yes. Very sexy. (laughs) And then (laughs) I remember because, like, you know, obviously I'm gay. Um, Yes. And I remember one time... Because I was the only one that, like, everyone was like, "Mm, not sure about that one. Uh, (laughs) They, like, showed a video to the entire youth group about a guy who had uh, turned back from homosexuality. (laughs) No. Oh, my God. And I remember this very specifically where he was like, oh, yeah, the sperm is not supposed to eat crap. (laughs) Oh, my God. <laughs> but he was oh still wearing like God. Forever 21 scarves, so it was very confusing. <laughs> oh my God. That is wild. It yeah, I would say it was That's a great crazy. way to grow up. And I think more people should experience that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry. Thank <clears throat> you. <laughs> Ugh. Um, but you know who's pretty much free to do whatever they want? Serena Vanderwoodson. She absolutely is. She does whatever the fuck she wants. All, all of those kids. Yeah. There is no, no one cares about anything. Like, I understand when they were explaining, like, oh, the kids have unlimited access to alcohol because their parents don't want them to, like, form a weird relationship with it. Yeah. Which I'm just, like, unlimited access is a little much, but, like, I could see, like, modern parents being similar-ish. I remember there being kids whose parents were like, you know, if you're going to drink, I'd rather they just do it in the house. I had a friend like that, too. Yeah. I mean, I was not friends with them because, like, my friends were too dorky. Mm-hmm. But I knew of children who were like this. I had one friend. Uh, I probably won't name her. <laughs> but she had amazing parents. Mm. And their only rule was, like, if you drink, do not, like, water down the alcohol. Like, don't put water in the vodka bottle. <laughs> don't put tea. Oh, because, like, don't fuck up our sh- shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're just yeah. like, if you drink, just drink it and like, don't do anything. Because apparently when those parents were younger, they would do stuff like that and their parents would get fucking pissed. Yeah. Which well, I would too. I would be pissed, especially if it was like really expensive or something. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, why does this taste like tap water? Huh. <laughs> it's like, I guess I'm an alcoholic. I guess this is what <laughs> vodka tastes like to me now. <laughs> um. Oh my God. There is this really cute. I just thought of it because I'm thinking of alcohol. There's this cute restaurant. It's like a pop-up at night. It's called Tete-a-Tete, but it's like Vietnamese Latin fusion. Love. It's so cool. It's really good. Like they have like like salsa matcha and fish sauce marinated party wings and like, but they have this really cute shared drink 
which is mm-hmm. like in a it's like a tiki type drink and it has like pandan pearls in it and and <gasps> flowers so and good. stuff it's so i really recommend this place um their uh like chicken pate dish is mm-hmm. so good because it's mm-hmm. like literally like traditional vietnamese pate and then mm-hmm. um but with like chili oil like like latin yeah. chili oil and but then fresh like vietnamese herbs uh and it's like on legit vietnamese baguette like if you know vietnamese baguette then you know it's different than fucking mm-hmm. regular french bread baguette it's not the same it's shorter it's like super crispy on the outside and like very very, very soft. soft in the middle yes. yeah and it was exactly that so the two chefs are um one is vietnamese and then the other one is I think there's because I was reading about the the mm-hmm. drinks and one of the drinks was like the the pandan drink. It was like um he's marrying together his like uh family like that he like his uh I forgot what it's called but like his like family that he's chosen and then the family that he like grew up with that mm-hmm. he was given um and like those two cultures together and I think he might be some kind of Latin American but it, it's a really cool restaurant. I think it's really good. Um, it it's like at all day baby but at mm-hmm. night and i really recommend it it was really fun and the food was that, really good that sounds amazing i'm like very into a lot of i feel like it's been really popular lately like vietnamese fusion mm-hmm. um because like five years ago everything was korean fusion oh yes which i never found delicious i was always like it's watered down kimchi yeah yeah but because I don't have a lot, like, I don't have Vietnamese roots, mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh, I'm loving, like, introducing all of these, like, fresh components mm-hmm. and, like, spices and different things to, like, make things brighter and, like, yeah. more full. Yeah. Well, Period. I also think, I, I agree, and I actually, like, sometimes am leery of fusion foods because it usually mm-hmm. just means we want to make, like, an Americanized version Absolutely. But like specifically with the, these two cuisines, and I can't remember specifically where this one of the chefs is from, but like there is a lot of crossover in totally. like, let's say, for example, uh, northern Mexican food and Vietnamese mm-hmm. food because of like the cilantro and like like all of the there's just so much crossover in flavor. Mm hmm. Um, but I really recommend this place and I hope that it sticks around because it's just a pop up right now. Yeah. And it's kind of getting demolished on Yelp because people are like, um, like it because it's a pop up and it's new. There's a lot of mm-hmm. people who think they have to say something about everything. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Totally. And I'm like, oh, but you don't really know about flavors. You just are mad that like the wait was a little long. Totally. You know, I that's one of those issues because there's a bagel shop that does pop ups here. Mm hmm. And every, that's, like, the major complaint where it's just, like, oh, they're, like, the lines are too long. By the time I got the food, it was blah, 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 whatever. But it's also, like, these are pop-ups. They're not, yeah. like, full-blown places. And yeah. it is, like, a different small business operating out of, like, whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's not <coughs> a restaurant that should have mm-hmm. all of that stuff figured out. Although, I will say... <clears throat> um, <coughs> Last time I did go to this bagel pop-up, I was annoyed that they did not prep the food. They were slicing cucumbers. No. For each specific should, no. order. No, no, no. That kind of shit, like, do that already. Yeah. and That needs to th- be done. I would never put that on paper because I'm trying to support a small business. <laughs> exactly. Because that's the other thing. I'm not, <clears throat> but there are people that like, they just feel like they have to say something, not realizing that that's going to hurt yeah. that business. They think they're helping in a yeah. way. But it's like then- I don't know. Maybe you could tell them, but you don't need to like mm-hmm. put it on Yelp. Totally. 
Also, um, people that write reviews on Yelp, all psychopaths. I'm sorry. Complete and utter psychopaths. I'm sorry, viewers, if that's you. Oh, my God. Guess who wrote a Yelp review uh, recently? Who? Mother. She, okay. <laughs> oh, she, Twee. Yeah, Twee. Okay, she literally, she was like... <laughs> So there's this place in Little Saigon, uh, and it's they serve gumga roti, which if you guys don't know, it's like rotis. It, they call it ro- rotisserie roti, but it's not. It's just like mm-hmm. a little f- Cornish game hen that's like fried. I want to say because the skin mm-hmm. is super crispy, or just like cooked at a very high temperature over Vietnamese tomato rice <gasps> with a like chicken schmaltz cooked down of wow. like super reduced, and you dip it. And it was called one ninety nine, and because it used to be a dollar ninety nine to get this dish, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, like in the nineteen eighties, yes. And now <laughs> it's like more whatever that my mom likes to jokingly like complain about that. But then she was like really mad because they're not doing Cornish game hens anymore; they're doing regular chickens. Mm-hmm. And she asked about it, and then the guy yelled at her, and she was like, "He was a rude old Vietnamese man." And uh-huh. my mom is Vietnamese. She like gets mad at like. Vietnamese men that yell at her because sometimes they do yell. Um, okay. So she, so she came because it was. I was there for the holidays, and my mom's like, "Well, I picked up some gum garoti," and I was like, "Oh, cool!" And she's like, "Well, you don't even know what I went through to get this." <laughs> and she like was talking about how she was like yelled at, and then she's like, "So I wrote them a bad review," and I was like, "What you did?" And she was like, "Yeah," she was like, "I wrote old customers beware." <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, mom, and then we're eating it. And I was like, mom, honestly, like, this is pretty good. And she was like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, maybe I should delete my review. <laughs> I yeah. love that. That's yeah. so cute. Yeah. So she wrote her little review. I don't know. She also was really excited about um, um, the Everything Everywhere All at Once wins. On, oh, love. Yeah. yeah. She like texted me and she was like, I'm very proud of um, uh, John Quinn and um uh, Michelle Yeoh she was like so my mom like really projects herself onto Michelle Yeoh <clears throat> and so she's like oh my god Michelle Yeoh won wow like <laughs> like my friend Michelle <laughs> so she was really happy it was really it was really nice because like it's really cute seeing her so excited about seeing like Asian performances be recognized by Western media which like just hasn't ever absolutely yeah so she was she's been getting really excited and she's like been sending me like she sent me um, Key's um, speech and she was like very emotional. I'm very proud of him. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh that's so cute. Um, I love that. Yeah. She's, it's, it's a good, it's good. It's good. Totally. I do. Um, this, is, this might be controversial. Controversial. But I do think Jamie Lee Curtis's win was like, okay. Yeah. I know that a lot of people are upset about it, but I'm also like, I feel like Stephanie Shu and then Angela Bassett, they have more opportunity to like win Oscars. Uh Whereas like Jamie Lee Curtis, I'm just like, "Mm, this is probably the only thing that she's ever going to be like nominated for. Let's be real. Like, (laughs) yeah. um, Because Freaky Friday and (laughs) that stuff was not doing it. I I personally, of course, right. If I Mm -hmm. just look at the merits of, of the performances, I think Angela Bassett and Stephanie Shu did better performances for totally. sure. Absolutely. And I agree um, with that. But I did think it was funny when people were like, wow, like there was one person that tweeted this and I think they ended up deleting it. But there was this person that was like, hmm, really interesting how someone who played the daughter of an immigrant, the queer daughter of an immigrant 
lost to someone playing someone from the IRS. And like the person, the, the way I saw that was that someone else I follow retweeted and was like, do you think that like best actor is like <laughs> the person that you portrayed was the best person? Like, what do you think this is? <laughs> it's so funny. People just like project so much onto people they do not know. Absolutely. And yeah. also seem to lack critical thinking skills. Totally. I'm there. Sometimes I'm, I don't have them. <laughs> I'm Gwyneth Paltrow. My entire brand uh-huh. is like just being completely unrelatable to most yes. people. You are very unrelatable. And thank you. You're and welcome. The funny thing is that like I I know that that alienates me in so many mm. ways. Well, I feel like I love a person that's like, oh, that's nice about stuff. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. doesn't seem to really know what's going on. Totally. I do like that. Just I'm a blank slate. I'm just like. <laughs> You're a beautiful porcelain doll. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Viore. Give the active people in your life something they'll truly appreciate. Performance apparel from Viore. Whether they're into running, surfing, hiking, or even just casual walks around the block, there's something for everyone. And if you're not sure what to gift them, you can't go wrong with something from Viore's Dream Knit Collection. It's the perfect gift and so comfortable. Get 20% off your first purchase today at Viori, V-U-O-R-I dot com slash Spotify. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. I was talking to somebody recently, and I mean, I'm in- intrigued by nerd culture, mm. but I am not involved in it by any means. And yeah. I like to listen to people talking about it. Yeah. But I got into a weird, like, I could tell that this person was getting very frustrated with me mm. because he was talking about Lord of the Ring. Okay. And what I was hearing was <laughs> Avatar The Shape of Water. Okay. And so we were like on. So completely already, can I stop you right now? <laughs> yeah. Because you just said Avatar, The Shape of Water. Those together, those are different movies. Shape of Water is Guillermo del Toro's <laughs> fucking a fish boy movie. And Avatar, shit, what is it called though? Because I have not seen either of the Avatar movies. I think it's like Way of Water. I'm googling it. Way of Water. It's Way of Water. Oh, the Way of Water. Okay. Right. Um, I very jokingly have become an Avatar stan, even though I've never seen either movie. Mm-hmm. I just think it's like fun. I but mean, okay, I've seen so, Fern Gully. So then you've seen it, I would assume. Yeah. Wait, so okay, you were talking to this person about Ava- no, Lord of the Rings, and you heard Avatar. So what they were talking about was the Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. And in my head, I was just like, they speak Navi? Or <laughs> like- <laughs> And then I was like, well, how does this relate to the MCU? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, oh. And they were just getting like very red in the face, upset yes. about it. Yes. And I was just like, I, that's nice. I'm just, I'm going to just walk over there now. Yes. Um, and that's just me. That's, yeah. That's a perfect encapsulation of like how I am. So, what I will say two things. One, do not, like, if you, Lord of the Rings specifically, uh huh. I don't think you should talk to people who don't like Lord of the Rings about Lord of the Rings. Okay. Because, like, what do you have to talk about? Yes. And it's so much because there's so much 
Like mm. it's like books and movies and uh, now that TV show and, and all this stuff. And like, I like nerd stuff. Most of it. I'm kind of, um, what's the word? Uh, burned out on a lot of it. Um, totally. It's a lot. It's a lot. From what I even know, which is 0.0001%. Right. Well, and also I just have more critical thoughts of some of the more mm, popular things. And mm -hmm. I think that a lot of it is uh, propaganda for capitalism. And, oh, yeah. Um, and like war. The military industrial complex. Yes, absolutely. And American nationalism. And uh, that's fine, I guess. But mm -hmm. that means that those movies can never be anything more to me than fun. Whereas uh, like a lot of people are like, these are, this is like life changing. This is so good. This is so this. And I'm like, I can have a fun time. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that Professor Hulk is hot. Is that Mark Wahlberg? No. No. Mark Wahlberg is not in, in those movies. He's Mark something. <laughs> Ruffalo. Right? Mark Ruffalo. But specifically when he is permanently the Hulk. Okay. You should I, you look it what? up. Google it. That feels like your type. Just look at it. Just look up like Professor Hulk. I'm pretty sure you'll find it. Professor Hulk. Oh, I get it. Because <laughs> he's wearing the glasses. Yeah. And he's like thoughtful, but he still like could kill you. But he won't because you're too hot. This reminds me of Nicholas Holt's Beast from the X-Men. You are correct. That's also similar. Yes. Very similar. And, yes. And that's one thing that I know. I'm honestly pretty shocked that you were able to label Nicholas Holt's beast. I think I just remember anything that Nicholas Holt is in. He's so talented, so funny. He is. It truly is was like the, when I watched the menu, I was like, "Oh, I think I hate him." The because actor? he's so good. Well, Nicholas Holt as a person. Yeah. Because he was so convincing as like just the worst type of person yes. ever in that movie. Interesting. I have not seen the menu yet. I've heard it's good. Ooh, um, a lot of people don't like it, but a lot of people do. And where do you fall? Do you like it or no? I really liked it. Um, okay. that was one of those things where I was. I listened to this other podcast where they recap horror movies. Mm -hmm. Not going to name names because no free pro promo here. Yeah. 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 Um. But they did not like it at all. Interesting. And when they described why they didn't like it, I was like, oh, I don't think you like understood. Understood it. it. Interesting. And I think that's a lot like what I'm seeing a lot of the people that don't like it where I'm just like, oh, it was actually very funny and like well thought out movie. And mm -hmm. you did not get it. Interesting. I most of the people actually every person in my life that I trust for their mm -hmm. taste likes that movie a lot. Oh, good. Because I'm thinking about, yeah, I, I don't I don't think I know anybody that didn't like it. Okay, personally. well, it's streaming on HBO Max. Okay, I'll, I mean, I've been, I keep seeing, and it keeps being like, watch it, watch it. And I'm like, I will, mm. but I can't right now. Yeah. Um, okay, hold on. But we're here to talk about a book. Oh, yes, we are. So, <clears throat> uh, oh, I was like, why do I not understand anything that's happening? It's because I'm looking at the Wikipedia entry for Penn Badgley's personal life. <laughs> I was like, this didn't happen in the book. Okay. Um, so Serena's back, but she's been murdering her way around the world, basically. And she's yes. back with the intention to kill Nate. Nate. Yes. And what she does is she goes straight <laughs> from the train station to Nate's house. Mm-hmm. And injects his pot that he has hidden. Yeah. With like rat poison. That with like a comically large syringe. Yes. That like basically has poison written on it. Yes. <laughs> um, that like 
the effects of this poison is that it makes the way that it kills rats is that squirrels. it makes their eyes squirrel or squirrels squirrel poison. It makes their eyes pop out, like explode out. Yes, and so she what is injects this poison. Truly, and where can I get some? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she does that. And she gets into a cab to go to Blair's house because they're having a dinner party to surprise Blair because she wants to see her. Mm-hmm. She runs into this stoner kid that they also know. Oh, my my camera stopped. No, I still see it. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, now well, it stopped. <laughs> that's fine. Um, So they do that. She runs into the stoner kid who is apparently on his way inside of Nate's like empty house. Yeah. To like get the weed that... We, so we don't know this. He goes and gets the weed that he... That she has poison. She shows up to Blair's house. Uh, everybody is fawning over her. There, everyone just thinks she, Serena Vanderwoodson, is the it girl. All of the adults, the old middle-aged married men, are like so horny for her. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks she's the most interesting person in the world. Which I gotta say, sixteen-year-olds are not interesting. That was the thing that. Like, really imagining 16-year-olds doing all the things that these people are doing. Like, when, um, like, Nate or someone is, like, taking someone else out on a date and it's, like, just the idea of two 16-year-olds going out on a date, first of all. Like, they're all, mm-hmm. they're all doing, like, very adult things. Like, it's very embarrassing and cringy imagining them doing that. Um, Because it's also, like, I'm going to take you to dinner at this, like, fancy restaurant. And I'm going to da- – and it's, like – are you? Because, like, I can't imagine two 16-year-olds. I'm imagining literally, like, Providence, LA. Like, yeah. you're going there, two 16-year-olds? Yeah, right. Like, it just wouldn't happen. Totally. Um, uh, but also, yeah, it was, like, everyone's obsessed with them. Like, those artists that are those, like, oh my photographer God. guys. Yes. And I also don't understand the timeline. No. Because they are obsessed with Serena, and they're both like, oh, it's fine, we're gay. They take her picture... And then the next day, it's all over billboards and on the side. How they of do buses. that? I can't believe that. I can't believe you that. You ever try to get anything done with an MTA? I don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> also, this was the other part where they were like, and I know that they're teenagers, mm-hmm. but like for a book that's like so like salacious, blah 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 blah. I did think it was like kind of tame that the picture was of her belly button. Was it the belly button? Yeah. Oh, I feel like I passed over when they like admitted what it was. Yeah. So they oh, were okay. like, like, they were like, wow, is that really Serena Vanderwoodson's belly button? Oh. And so I was like, really? Like, like. Also, why? Yeah. Why? What even, what are you saying with this? But I guess that's like mm. kind of what the book is saying that like no one totally. actually has any artistic vision. Not one thought was put into any no. aspect of this novel novel i also (laughs) thought it was like interesting like the belly button thing plus Mm -hmm. for a book that well i guess like the the original series maybe it's like more it's like these these characters falling into debauchery but Uh i thought it was weird that like hmm, uh what's her name uh Blair. Blair was a virgin. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that also is what is in the TV show. If you watch the first episode of the TV series, it's mm-hmm. basically the first book. Okay. Um, and yeah, I I just like never understand like what's going on because it's very like very puritanical in some senses, and then yeah. very the opposite of that in a lot of ways. Yes. Yes. And so it's kind of like why this and not that. Totally. Um <clears throat> 
They're at the dinner party. They... Oh, yeah. The boy comes out. Yes. The so Blair boy. Well, Serena's trying to get Blair's attention. She just keeps ignoring her. Oh, yeah. Um, Everyone's fawning over Serena except for one person. And that's Blair. Yeah. Um, and Serena can't tell why. Blah, blah, blah. The boy shows up at the party. The stoner boy. His eyes pop out. But he's obviously trying to say Serena did this to him. Mm-hmm. He dies. Then they immediately go to dinner. Like, go to the dinner table. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, no one even reacts. Like, no one helps him. No one looks Mm -hmm. at him. Like, they're just like, that happens. And then someone's like, dinner time. And it's like, so then did anyone even see it happen? Well, the mom and dad of that boy are there. Oh, right. And they're like, are you? don't they act really glib about it? Yeah, one of them is just like, oh, is he like, please get up, son. And the mom is like, oh, I think he's out. Oh, right. Um, and that's about it. Oh, and um, then like one of the kids makes a joke where they're like, I don't think he's like, like he's not coming back or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's like, he's going to feel that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and the dinner's very boring. It's basically just Serena wanting to get attention. Um, and the interesting thing is that so many times to like jam in murders into this book, mm-hmm. it would just be some random girl. Random. Or Completely boy. Completely random person. That would, like, obviously stop Serena or Blair. And there is, like, rumors going around this, like, entire city about how they're both murderers. Yes. It's just random girls stopping Serena and just being like, you killed my brother, you should be in jail, I'm gonna tell everyone, but is in a precarious situation where it just, like, leads to their death? Yes. Because it's like, we're alone in an elevator and I'm gonna, con- like confront you about killing my brother and then mm-hmm. Serena being like, Ugh, well, I guess I have to slit her throat. Yeah. Or like, literally sometimes it's just like, 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 oh, the one thing of, I think it was Blair gets caught. No, 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 no. It's Serena. She gets called into the, Oh, like, the guidance counselor's yes, office. Yes, the guidance counselor's office. Yes. And the guidance counselor's like, well, you need to do activities and she just kills her. Yeah. By shoving Kleenex down her throat. Which, which I was just like, like, does that work? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like they would disintegrate. Right? Kleenex? Maybe not. Toilet paper, yes. Oh. Because toilet paper is meant to disintegrate, but... And it's a very wealthy school, so we know that they have Kleenex brand Kleenex. Yes, Kleenex brand. Not not Puffs. Yes. Is Puffs more or less expensive than Kleenex? I think Puffs is more expensive. Okay. But not like Signature Select. I don't know what that is, Kelly. Of course you don't. That's the brand name from like Albertsons. Albertsons. Mm Mm-hmm. That's my grocery store. It's the one by me. Oh, don't dox yourself. Oh, I know. Shooties. I've already doxed myself like 50 times. Yeah. Because I keep mentioning places that are near me. You just be so, like, I'm a 10 minute walk from blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I know. And then people will triangulate. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Well, then forget what I just said. Mm-hmm. Forgotten. I don't okay, even great. know what that store is, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> uh, there's just like a lot of random killings. And yes. then we meet like different people. So like we're in Nate's head for a little bit. He's like, shit, I don't know what to do because like I fucked Serena. Yeah. And Blair's I'm so horny out. for Serena. Blair's my girlfriend, but I'm in love with Serena. Yeah. It's like his whole deal, which is so boring. So boring. And then there's like this like goth girl at school who's trying to make a movie. Oh yeah, Vanessa Abrams. Vanessa Abrams. She's trying to make a Natural Born Killers remake. Yes, but the girl is the guy and the guy is the girl. Yes. 
And so she's like, I want to make Dan be the guy because I'm in love with Dan. Mm-hmm. Dan's oh. in love with Serena. Yeah. Because of course. What were you going to say? Um. So the character, the one or two things. Mm hmm. The store just gives Vanessa a $4,500 knife to oh, borrow yeah. for this film. Yeah. No paperwork, nothing. Nothing. Um, And then two, the girl that she... So Serena tries out for the part of like the female lead in the uh-huh. Natural Born Killers thing. Vanessa is, of course, jealous of Serena. So she picks this other girl named Marjorie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I was any character in this book, it'd be Marjorie. <laughs> She's just chewing gum going, okay, I'm yeah. gonna go home now. All right. Okay. And then also, like, like, because so she's auditioning first. And at first, she's the only one who's auditioning. Yes. For this thing. And it's the auditions are taking place on the bridge, Mm -hmm. sunset. And so this, uh, the only people to show up are Dan, who for sure has the part of the guy, yeah. and then this girl, Marjorie, who is like completely wrong for the part, like just kind of like, okay. And like mm-hmm. she does it and uh it's not good. And <laughs> then Serena shows up and she's like perfect for the part. Yeah. And um Vanessa's like, Can I take this script and have Serena read it? And she's just like, Okay. <laughs> like she does not care. <laughs> she's like, she sure. <laughs> does not notice or care. So funny. Um, yeah, I guess, okay, so you would be Marjorie if you're in this? Mm-hmm. Shit, yeah. who would I be? I would probably be... I could see you being a Dan. Unfortunately, I think I'm Dan. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of Dan, um, yeah. I wrote a little piece of poetry. What? Because I know that you love poetry. Poems? Uh-huh, poems. Okay. Um, Just to, like, go along with this podcast. Um, Please. Are you gonna perform it? Yeah. Um, Is this why you turned off your camera? <laughs> My camera <laughs> said that it overheated. Oh. Um, but, okay, so I got a feeling, ooh, ooh, <laughs> that tonight's going to be a good night. No. That tonight's going to be a good, good night. Um, and that's it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was really stunning. Thank you. Um, and it does give me, you know what? I'm tortured. I'm uh-huh. in, I'm on the, I don't, I only go to the West Side for parties. Absolutely. But I, going back to you being Dan, I think that you have this like certain, not the uh, like wanting to die. Sometimes sense. I do. <laughs> well, maybe. But I think that <laughs> there's like a lot of like effortlessness hmm. that's like very admirable about that character that I also see in you. Wow. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. Do you know who you actually are? You're not Marjorie. <clears throat> who? You're Serena. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you're not Blair. I know I'm not Blair. You're not I Blair. I think I am. I think you I are am Serena, Serena. Breezing in <laughs> and being like, I don't honestly know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So true. Yeah. Uh, just me and like walking around Beverly Hills when I was in LA. Yes. And then exactly. everybody treating me so nicely for no reason whatsoever. See, everyone <laughs> fawning over you. Literally, you show up at dinner and you're like, I think I have a date tonight. I was like, explain. <laughs> and it was so funny because like, literally, I-, I was like too honest. So like the waiter comes up and he's like, you guys got any fun plans after this? And I was like, I'm really depressed. And you were like, I have a date tonight. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Isabel Morant salesman. Yes. Um. He was very nice. I did see him. You did see him. Oh, good. Yeah, he was very nice. He very much was too young, though. Ah, uh, ah, uh, c'est la vie, as they'd say in these Gossip Girl books. Totally. Um, but yeah, and then there's like Jenny, who is 
a total non-character yeah, who just, just wants to be popular so a bad. A big set of tits. Yeah. That's it. Where, that's her entire personality. There are some people who, that is their personality though, are where they're there? like, oh my God, I have big tits. Oh, yes. I actually do know. And that's like their that. humor. They're like, oh my God, my boobs are falling out. <laughs> LOLs. Mm -hmm. And maybe there is a smidge of jealousy that I'm experiencing. <laughs> <laughs> But I've always been like, that's not my humor. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to be the woman that's holding a table up with my breasts. <laughs> seriously. Well, I'm trying to think of like what I would, I don't even, I don't even know what body part I would have that kind of humor about. My dump truck mm. ass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my it is dumpy. like a shelf, I do have to say. <laughs> when you sat down, you looked like way taller than. Oh, I was taller sitting than standing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com MBO. Terms and conditions apply. So, yeah, you are a Serena. Um, let us know who you are. If you're, yeah. which gossip gal are you? Send us fan mail <laughs> to the P.O. box. <laughs> Send us fan art of yourself as a gossip girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wearing a little gossip girl school uniform, but, like, with your current age. Yes, as you are an adult. Um, mm -hmm. Not those Lecole girls. What is that? Lecole? Oh, yeah, Lecole. Those French the girls French that girls. pretended to be French. Yes. Fr I loved that. When they're like, uh, 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 how you say? Oh, they're very, who is it? Hilaria Baldwin. Yes. They're very Hilaria. But it's not as offensive. It's not. <laughs> it's not. And it's also, hmm. I'm not saying if you're part of a group that's doing something, you get away with it. Mm -hmm. But if it's like you're a kid, you're like in, oh, ensconced yeah. in this totally. like French school. And all you do is speak French there. I feel like you can just be like, oh, yeah, that was just this dumb thing. We like we pretended to not speak English. Mm -hmm. Whereas Hilaria is 35. Yes. I, can you believe? I I respect her. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't. No, She's 35 and she has like nine children. That's too many kids. Yeah, it's too many. Little John and Kate plus eight, if you ask me. Oh, hmm. God. And look at where they ended up. In the gutter. Dead. <laughs> Are they alive? I'm sure they're still alive. Oh, yes. they broke up because John wanted yeah. to fuck around. Well, and then two of the kids went with John because apparently she... So one was a boy who I think has a learning disability. Mm. And Kate was just very awful to him about it. And so I could see he that. like went through like the court system in order to like <gasps> switch over custody to To be dad. with dad? Yeah. Uh, well, I could see then, her being a bad mom. Yeah, totally. Um, and then one of the sisters is with him, and I don't know why. I think. <laughs> Just so the boy doesn't get lonely. 
But yeah. Um, and they both have said that they're much happier with him, um, oh. which is nice. Why do you know so much about the John and Kate plus eight children? I went on a deep dive like three Great. weeks ago about Three this. weeks? I thought it was re- <laughs> I thought it was less recent. And I do have to say, I've never once seen one of those sh- episodes. <laughs> I have not been interested in them at all, but oh, I just saw an interview God. pop up with the boy that moved over. Oh, wow. Um, but I don't even know what we talked about in the book. But I guess the end of the book, there is this big party that the entire book is alluding to, yes. which is called the Kiss Me or Die. And it's party. for the vultures. It's for the vultures, which by the time the party actually happens, they're no longer endangered because... Yeah. Blair and Serena have killed a surplus of people that they have way more than enough food. Now they're out of control. Yes. And the person in charge of the foundation is like, the city's actually going to try to kill some of them. Yeah. Which I'm just like, whatever. And then I had to Google if there were actually vultures in Central Park. No, they're not. I know. Yeah, correct. There are not. (laughs) My research has confirmed that there are not. Um, Uh, Do you... Have you ever seen a vulture in real life? I think maybe at the zoo when I was little. But not out in the world. No. You've Do never you seen see one. see vultures? Every day. Every day. <laughs> They're just surrounding, waiting for the bucket to like, <laughs> for you to pick the bucket. I open my window. There's just like one. Yeah. Like right behind me. Um, no, I, I have seen them, uh. I believe I was out in Montana and I saw. That's scary. What were you doing in Montana? My dad's family's from there. Oh, okay. I, I'm going there in like. Don't dox yourself. A couple weeks. I know. I'm not going to say where exactly, but to shoot a sizzle for my movie. <gasps> Amazing. I know. It's uh, going to be cool. I, I I can't go to Montana. I'm too scared that I'll get hate crime. Here's the thing. People in Montana, hmm, 60% of them are nice. Oh, good. It's Where more is than Montana. Huh? Where is Montana? Is that in the It's Midwest? a western state. No, it's the so west. it's like right next to Idaho. Like it's mm-hmm. it, it's right on the other side of Idaho from Washington. Oh. Oh, okay. So that's very close. I live in the Pacific Northwest. Yes, and it's close so, to you. Yeah, it's pretty close to. I probably will never go. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful place. Um, but it's it's one of those places where if you don't want to go, don't go. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know? Yeah. You know what? I and and now this is just talking about things that I'm like doing right now. So no, I'm yeah. about to be working on a hmm, top secret project, but it's not really that top Ooh. secret. It's just like one that I'm trying to shop around, but I'm trying to yeah. do a trad wife project. <gasps> Love. And so I bought a bunch of trad wife outfits. Uh-huh. And I tried them on. And I was like, ooh, unfortunately, these do look cute on me. <laughs> <laughs> and all um, of them still show hole on both sides. Yeah, they do <laughs> show hole on both sides. That's like the caveat. That's like that's like my commentary on Trad Wife is that like uh-huh. I am showing hole. Oh, I so. love I love that you're booked and busy. Booked and busy. Well, my hole is booked and busy. I'm just attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> Viewers, uh, Kelly works exclusively out of her butt. I work exclusively <laughs> out of my butt. Um, okay, so um, but yeah, so like there's like a lot of random killings. Yes. But basically there's like this huge climax of this party yes. at the vulture thing. Yes. And they're at the Isabel Coates and Katie Farkas house because mm-hmm. those were two characters that were killed by Serena <laughs> in a insane way. She poured vodka on them and set them on fire. Oh, yeah. And the response was, 
that stings, you bitch. Yes. I don't know if I would, that would be my response if I were set on fire. I would just be screaming, probably. Probably, yeah. And then she throws them down the trap into an incinerator. That's true, yes. Which, that stings, bitch. That stings. That's what they should have said as they were like, yeah, going down. <laughs> totally. As but they were like getting roasted. They get killed because they catch her fucking Nate. For the second time. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but so they're at the foundation doing the charity thing. Chuck, who is the notorious creepo character. Yeah. He is the wealthiest one. All of his shoes are custom Hermes. He has an eye patch because Serena clips one of his eyelids off. That was pretty intense. She uses an eyelash curler, grabs mm-hmm. onto his eyelid and rips it off as a car. She's in the car. Car drives away. Yeah. I actually thought that was. tosses out the window. I thought she, that was actually pretty iconic. I liked that of one. Of her. I did like um, that one. That one was good. But it was a lot of littering in this book. It's a lot of like people throwing stuff out of car windows. Yes. Yes. I did not appreciate that. Um, no. But Chuck is very into Jenny mm-hmm. because she is very like needy and wanting to impress people. And she um, has big boobs. And she has big boobs and she's younger than everyone. Uh, so he's all up on her. Um, oh, this is after Blair and Serena get into a weird fight at the museum. Yes, where they are. Um, they go and find like antique weapons. Weapons. To spear and slice each other, but also end up killing, like, everyone around. Yes. And Blair thinks she kills Serena. But little did she know, Serena was in a hospital in Sweden recovering over the weekend, only to fly back. Mm-hmm. Right as rain. Mm-hmm. Able to, like, go out and hang out with people. It what? was giving me hints of Scream Queens. Did you ever watch that? Oh, yeah. I could see that. Because that was very, I think Scream Queens was so much more successful at what yes. they did than what this book was trying to do. I liked Scream Queens. It was fun. It was really fun. Um, well, I liked um, the first season, at least. I actually didn't watch past the first season. Um, they TBH. end up in like a weird hospital situation. <laughs> I don't know what happens. Um, <sighs> but also, it's like Scream Queens is made by somebody who has experience in horror, which I think totally. I c- can't speak to if Cecily Von Ziegser. Von Sykeser. Von Sykeser. If Cecily Von Sykeser is well versed in horror, but to me, mm-hmm. this book kind of read like maybe she didn't. Yeah, it it like makes me think why. Yeah, why did you choose to do this? Yes, why were like why was this of interest to you? You know what I'm gonna guess? Money, probably. Uh, yeah, a well-meaning publicist was like, you know, mm. what would be fun. You know what's rife for like just like a fun because this is a one-off book, right? Yeah, it is, and this okay. is the last. And I was like, oh. I could see them, if this was actually good, yeah. they would have done the entire series in a horror way. Yeah. But but where can you go from there? So many people are killed in the first book. Totally. None so, of the main characters other than Chuck. Right. Chuck is killed, mm-hmm. which good. He was a yes, rapist. He, he was. gets killed by Jenny and... Uh, Dan and Serena. Because Dan and Serena are We're at... A punk sh- punk show? Golf? Yeah, at like an underground punk show mm-hmm. because Vanessa's older sister invites Vanessa and Vanessa's like, okay, I guess I'll hang out because I mm-hmm. need my knife back. But then it turns out like that they have this like cool friendship. Yes. And what was also weird about that was just like, oh, Vanessa didn't care if Serena and Dan were together because she now had somebody that was interested into her. I know, this bartender. Which... Whatever. I was like, that's not how it works. It do- It's not. And also, ladies, 
no bartenders. I'm, it's not a good situation. As somebody, when I was 22. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is going to be a wild ride. (laughs) (laughs) I fucked this like 35 year old bartender and I was like fucking him for a while, but I was like only, I was like, it's going to be cash. And then he started trying to ask me out for dates and I was like, I can't be doing this because you are much older than me. And then now when I think about it, I'm like, I would never date a 22 year old with how old I am. Oh no. Yeah. So I was fucking this 35 year old bartender and he like started asking me out for dates. And I was like, Mm. I can't do that because I was like, it's, this isn't what it is. And then now, now that I have reached an age where I'm like close to 35, I'm like, I could never fuck a 22 year old. Truly. Cause like, it just I, wouldn't. Diff- such different places in life. Absolutely. And he had a kid. <gasps> oh no! I do I remember I did go on a date with somebody who was twenty five when I was like mm-hmm. twenty two, and he like was very quick to be like, "No, this isn't going to work. We're just very different places in life." And even then, I was like, "Yeah, I get that." Yeah, it's like twenty five to twenty two is a huge leap. I can't even imagine like Hugely. further than that. And then, so imagining how old this bartender is. And then he's like with Vanessa. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, the bartender <laughs> in the Vanessa's book. bartender. <laughs> but now I'm thinking, oh my God, how old is this fucking guy? Hold on. He was 35 when I was 22. Mm-hmm. And I'm now 21. <laughs> <laughs> so he's 34. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay. If I'm going to be real, I'm 34. Mm-hmm. So that's oh 12 years. So 35 plus 12 is 47. 47? <gasps> <gasps> Here's the thing. <laughs> That's too big of an age difference. And yes. yes, I understand that, like, after a certain point in life, you know, yeah. age is, like, very, like, flexible, whatever. That's still too much. Because now his daughter... Is 23. Because she was... <laughs> Wait, so she was, like, four or five. Oh, so she's, like, 17. Wait, if she was five, yeah, she's 17. Oh, <gasps> she's, like, a full-grown adult. I can't. Now you have to fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> but next year oh, when she's 18. Oh my god, yeah, I'll wait. Oh my <laughs> god. What was I doing? I, you know, when we're that young though, we put ourselves into so many situations that like one are not good, but also two extremely dangerous. Yes, yes. There are so <sighs> many times where I'm just like, hmm, I could have died. Yes, <laughs> truly. Like there is a multiverse in which I am dead in a fucking barrel somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wish I were. I wish. <laughs> and every day, I pray <laughs> to go to that dimension. <laughs> Truly, I didn't ask to be here. <laughs> um, I mean, if we lived in the psycho killer gossip girl thing, we'd be dead for sure. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I can't keep my mouth shut. No, I can't. I'd I didn't like truly one of those girls be like, oh, I heard blah blah blah, yes. and that makes you a bad person, and then my head gets cut off. Yeah. <laughs> Or I would just be like, I'd be like, why are you being such a bitch? And then she would cut off my head. <laughs> just like shove a Swarovski crystal necklace oh. in your throat. Yeah. And then for the girls to be like, oh my God, Serena did that. Even though she was like a mile away. I know. <laughs> but okay. So there's this big showdown. They mm-hmm. fight with antique weapons. Oh wait, we already did that. So then they're at this party. Serena yeah. shows up. She's like, Actu- actually, well, I'm alive. Y- Dan gets a call from Jenny to pick her up and Serena that's goes with right. him. That's right. That's right. That's right. Then 
everyone's like, oh my god, Serena's alive. And Blair and Serena, like, prepare their weapons. Because they're gonna go at each other again. And then they're just like, mm, never mind. You yeah. Know? Like, they're like, actually, respect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, the only thing worse than, like, having each other around too much is not having each other around at all. Yeah. Um, and then it ends up very, like, sweetsy peetsy for everybody. Yeah, everyone's happy and fine, except for Chuck, who's dead in the bathroom. That's fine. He Which, again, be. good, fine. Yeah. And it's like, Serena and Dan are, like, alluded to get together. Right. And they're, like, hanging out with his little sister, and it's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're and like then, mother and dad. Yes, just like mother and dad. <laughs> and then Blair and Nick, I guess, or Nate are together. <laughs> yeah, which, honestly, I don't understand. No. He's... The only reason why he's with her is because it's like, I've always been with her. And that's his yeah. only reason. And ladies, I gotta say, if you feel that way in your relationship, yeah, that's not for you. Truly, like, if you are like, okay, pros and cons of me being with this guy, pro, I've been with him. Mm-hmm. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> that's not, that ain't it. Con, he's been with my best friend multiple times. There you go. <laughs> And, like, is, like, at the drop of a hat in love with her. Totally. So, anyway, it all works out well for them. And I guess they, like, put their killing on hold. Except, oh, my gosh, they're in the car together. And then, like, the knife goes on the ground. And they all lunge for it. Smash cut to credits. Yeah. Which, I don't even understand the end sequence. I didn't get that. I do like, though, that Serena eventually did write a check for the knife. Yeah. Because she did need to help Vanessa not be on the hook for $4,500. Yes. Totally. Because she, Vanessa's not like everyone else. She's a poor. Yeah, she is a poor. Very disgusting. Mm-hmm. However, she does go to the school uh, because like her, um, and by poor, we just mean like upper middle class. Yes. She's just not like wealthy. Correct. Yes. And that's the book. I would say don't read it. Yeah. Uh, it's a big pass. Um, <laughs> your good friend Landry, do not read it. It's not worth it. I will say I spent an insane amount of money on this book. You did not. Because I ordered a hard copy for some reason. What? And they're out of print, so it was like $36. Stop. Of course it's being sent via media mail and not set to be delivered for like another two weeks. No. So I then had to order a... Uh, the Kindle version. A digital, yeah, version. So I read this shit all, on Kindle. I could not. <laughs> all in all, I spent like 50 bucks. Oh my god. Which, you know what, Cecily? Scam queen. Love Scam it. Scam queen. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Landry, for joining me. Oh my god, thank you. It was an honor. It was um, so fun. I loved it. Thank you so much for having me. Um, uh, where can people find you on the internet? Oh yeah, uh, so I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Landry underscore desk. That's at L-A-N-D-R-Y underscore D-E-S. And yes, I almost forgot how to spell my own name. Yes. <laughs> you like developed a thousand yard stare for just a moment. <laughs> <laughs> you like left your body and then you were yeah. like, I'm back. <laughs> you went to one of the multiverses where you're dead in a ditch somewhere yes, and then they, you came back. And it was such a sweet relief. <laughs> <laughs> ah, sweet release. Um, thank you so much again to Landry. Make sure you follow him on everything. Uh, you have a very funny Twitter. I really like your Twitter. It's very silly. Thank you. You're so welcome. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate you. If you want to help our show, leave a happy review on anywhere you get your podcasts. If you want to support our show monetarily, 
patreon.com slash teen creeps. We've got a lot of really cool stuff on there for you uh, at all different levels, um, including ad-free episodes uh, for $8 plus people. Uh, and a very special personalized shout out to all of our Patreon producers who give at the $15 a month level. Thank you, Adam Howitz, Amanda K, Amy T, Ann Dwyer, Caitlin L, Carrie H, Charlie B, Courtney McPhail, Danielle Lamana, Danny B, Drew Oranis, Ellie Lagos, Emma, Emma M, Aaron B, Gabriela Santiago, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Hannah L, Jason H, Jeremy Kronk, Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicic, Jesse T, Jessica Smith-Harper, Jessica Yu, Jonathan Venable, Kat Miller, Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Carrie N, Coy, Landry Desmond, Larry Wynn, Laura Hooper, Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly G, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rachel C, Rashad Black, Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Robert F, Rogue Kalehua, Sasha Gibson, Shannon P, Sylvie T, Victoria Beck, and Whitney E. Thank you so much. We really, really appreciate you. Um, next week, what the freaky F are we even covering? Let me see. Um, Gossip Girl, the first book. We are covering, can you imagine? Uh, we are covering the Sweet Valley High Vampire Trilogy with Ryan Mogi. I have already recorded this with Ryan. Love. And it was very fun. And let me tell you something. I'll just give you a little spicy hint. Vampires are real. <laughs> I love it. Okay. And honestly, I <laughs> I believe it. And I think that Ryan Mogi is one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's how I found out because she drank my blood and sired me and I'm now a vampire. Um, so uh, make sure you tune in for that. Uh, again, follow Landry on everything. Thank you so much, Landry, for joining me. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Until then, keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.